You're listening to Spooks, Creeps, and Assorted Devery. I hope you enjoyed the show. Hey, Creeps. I'm Laura, and with me today I have my sassy co-host, Rick. What is up, people? Rick, who is our fantastic guest tonight? We have Heather Moser, who everyone will know is the lead researcher uh, from Small Town Monsters, also a producer, uh, best boy, key grip, and den mother of Small Town Monsters. <laughs> and Hi, author, Heather. published <laughs> author, don't forget that. Oh, yes. Hi. Uh, welcome aboard. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for lowering your standards. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Did we miss anything in that intro? Uh no i don't think so yeah. um uh stm publishing right? oh that's true yeah. wow rick you messed with it that. up i was yeah, more it's concerned fine. about jokes but here it's fine yeah. you know who's who wants to be serious anyway exactly i don't it's not <laughs> that i have at least two small town monsters books somewhere in here you know who cares <laughs> about that yeah, yeah. all well, right thanks. heather so Tell us all about, let's start with the publishing. Okay. What do you do there? So, um, edit, uh, format the book, um, or books, I guess I should say, because we have more than one now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's, that's it. I mean, I'm keeping contact with the author. So like Aaron's book just came out. That's Mm -hmm. the most recent release. And, um, from the beginning, like Aaron sent a rough draft um, with plenty of space to add things because we knew that we were going to be um, doing the documentary as well. And some of that would be added later for <clears throat> for his manuscript. So he sent me the rough draft and um, started with just going through and edits or suggestions. Um, in some spaces, there were there were aspects where we could dig a little deeper for research. And I'm like, do you want to do you want to go? deeper because I will help you with that um and so uh that kind of thing and then the formatting of course at the end once it's all said and done which is a pain um (laughs) I just found out uh recently from Todd Purse that you don't have to do it in Word Microsoft Word but that was the only thing that I'm familiar with so our books have been through Microsoft Word mm-hmm. as far as the formatting and stuff. And he's yeah. like, oh no, you need Adobe, um, what, Premiere or something. He promised that he'd show me so that the next book, I don't have to feel like no. throwing my computer against the wall. Mm-hmm. No, Microsoft Word and Mr. Clippy, that's all you need. So I, think <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, <clears throat> I'm i willing to learn some new things, but like <laughs> that was all I knew when we started this whole process. Cause that's kind of what, what happened. We're like, let's start a publishing company. Okay. Heather, you're the editor, go kind right. of thing. I'm like, all right. Um, <laughs> so that's what's, that's what happened. So we had Microsoft Word is what his, uh, that was what worked for Aaron's book for anybody who was curious. This <laughs> <laughs> is um, not a typewriter and whiteout. So you're, you're better than Right. That. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I'm thankful every day for that. <laughs> all right. So how did you get involved with Small Town Monsters? 
I know. Well, like um, harassed. I harassed Seth for a long time. Oh, that's um, the way in. Got it. <laughs> Rex, take yeah. notes. Eli hasn't that told notebook. you that? No. That's how Eli got in. Eli and Heather <laughs> say harass Seth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> basically what happened was I was aware of Small Town Monsters from the first movie that they put out, which was Minerva Monster. Mm-hmm. And I was aware of that because I grew up in the town right adjacent to Minerva and we were like school rivals and stuff it was Carrollton versus Minerva for everything and so um there was this buzz going around town that there's this movie coming out about Minerva and it's about Bigfoot and Bigfoot's something that I grew up with so I'm like all right so I start paying attention um and then find out about small town monsters watch the next couple things that come out and then when he put out um Mothman of Point Pleasant there were aspects of that with folklore and history that I really enjoyed. And so mm-hmm. I started messaging him just to say, Hey, I appreciate that because that is something that I have always been into. That's I went to grad school and did deep research for my thesis and things like stuff that I missed doing. Um, and I'm like, that, that's just giving you a heads up. I really appreciate it. I finished my master's and I start going into my own thing, which was, uh, at that time, looking into letters accompanying cursed objects, which led me to the Bell Witch Cave um, Mm -hmm. and the rocks that people take from there. So I was researching that, but still following the small town monsters, you know, keeping up with what they're doing because they're really cool. And then I was at a premiere at Canton Palace. Um, I forget which one it would have been, but they announced there that they were going to do Bell Witch. And so I messaged Seth and I'm like, hey, I've been looking into this. Do you want help with anything? Because I've already been researching this story. And he's like, actually, yeah, I do. Um, and he, he brought me on a couple movies before Bell Witch. Uh, Momo was my first one. But um, yeah, that was pretty much it. That's why I say harass. Just I kept in contact with <laughs> Seth. And then whenever he got, I was like, hey, wait, that's, you know, that's in my arena right now. So if you're down for help, I will help. And I've just That's awesome. stuck around. That is cool. Seems to work yeah. out well. Like they're the output that Small Town Monsters has had since you joined has been prolific. Like it's just there's so much and it's such of a high quality too. Like there's no duds in there. So you turned it around, Thanks. Heather. Yeah. Oh <laughs> it a, yeah. It was right. a sinking ship. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh. <laughs> All right. So what else do you do? what do you do um, on movies you just do the research do on movies? okay yeah so um, it starts with seth throwing out an idea or for a movie so we start with research background research that then it also gets to finding the interviewees whether it's a witness or um an expert communicating with them over usually a period of months um establishing a relationship with them especially with the witnesses if they're extra standoffish about sharing yeah. their story um, and uh, then get the schedule together for whenever we do go out. Um, it's kind of like a, a joint effort at that point. Once we have an idea of where everybody is, then we can start scheduling like, all right, we're going to get an Airbnb in this area um, for a few days. Or like when we went to uh, Texas, with Aaron I mean that was the triangle so we were trying to do Mm -hmm. the dog man triangle thing 
And essentially it was, okay, how can I get these witnesses that are up by Dallas to come to us? And then people that are over by San Antonio, what's the, like a halfway point. And then um, look into getting like Airbnbs and stuff, which would be Courtney's side of things. But then once we're there while filming, it is keeping in charge of the forms that people have to sign that say that we're allowed to actually use their interview. Um, keeping the schedule as close as possible to what I had originally intended. Um, <laughs> but also having it, um, having enough flexibility that if somebody shows up late or somebody cancels or whatever, it's not a complete loss of the entire day. Mm -hmm. Um, so just making sure that everything runs smoothly. And then of course, while the witnesses are there talking with them while cameras are getting set up and, you know, so that there's no really awkward moments where they're just kind of standing around. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it. That's what I do. <laughs> Baby babysitting, basically. Yeah. Like babysitting adults I, and telling them what to do. I that's talk what, with people. Yeah. I get stories. That's what I that's what I say. <laughs> that's good. That's solid. <laughs> um, what else? What else did you list, Rick? I feel uh, like there's so many things. Now I'm like blank. Author. Like we have to touch author. on feminine macabre and, and all the other stuff. Yes. Yeah. So um, I have been in the Feminine Macabre volumes one, three, and five. Um, the first one, I covered the cursed objects, like the rocks mm -hmm. from the Bell Witch Cave. Yeah. Volume three, I talked about Headless Ghosts. Volume five, I talked about uh, Goatman and synchronicities with Goatman. Um, Which Goatman? Or just... any Goatman. It was just okay. Goatman in general um, goat showing up everywhere. Yeah. Okay um uh so that's what's been going on with feminine macabre i also get short stories published every once in a while that i'll send out to journals or magazines some of them are fiction some of them are like the um ghost watch zine that just came out it's a story about spook lights but it's a story about when i was actually out it wasn't like a fictionalized story it was an experience um so yeah that's that kind of thing okay nice yeah. So how did you get into like the paranormal and cryptids? Was that something like as you're a kid that you're just interested in or just something that happened as you got older? Did you have an experience? Like what? What's it for you? So Robert Stack on Unsolved Mysteries yeah. <laughs> is how I got into it as a kid. Um, mm -hmm. I remember having at the time, I don't anymore, but at the time I had like the... Um, phone number memorized that they'd have at the end i'd say oh yeah cite the phone number back um <laughs> you see like yeah. rain man rocking back and forth reciting the yeah. phone number Ex yeah exactly yeah. and um it was uh it was one of those things that was probably the beginning of the whole idea of morbid curiosity mm -hmm. because it scared me out of it scared me out of my mind but i loved watching it um, yeah. my first like night of nightmares through the evening and not wanting to sleep was because of the and I don't remember the name of the episode, but it had to do with the Yeti. And they had that hand of the Yeti that looked, <laughs> it was the mummified hand. Mm -hmm. And when I was little, it, I was convinced that I was going to see that hand reach over to my bedroom door and like oh. shut my door real quick or something. <laughs> because as a kid, you of course want nightlights on, which only right. actually makes it worse because of the shadows. Mm -hmm. You can't convince a child of that though. So um, that was the beginning of it. Um, I grew up with stories that my mom had told me 
when she was younger, uh, the the house that she grew up in was supposedly haunted. Mm -hmm. So I grew up with stories of that. Um, Mm -hmm. And Ouija boards. My mom got me my first Ouija board when I was in third grade, I think. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, which is directly tied to the story, the some of the haunted house story that she told me about. Um, and then in high school, I got to go to Mansfield Reformatory for the first time. They had just opened up the prison for um, a haunted house for Halloween. Oh, wow. and, oh okay. And it was amazing. You were just there um, too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've been there. Instagram. I go there as yeah. often as possible. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I drove past on the way back from Monster Fest and it was, you know, it's a Sunday, so it's closed, but I had to go past and see it because you oh, know, Shawsh- Shawshank's one of my favorite movies of all time, but it's just, it's mm-hmm. a beautiful, it's a beautiful prison. Like, it, I don't want to say that, but it's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, when you think about it, it was, it was built with, I mean, I, as hope to be a reformatory, to reform mm-hmm. people so that they mm-hmm. would do better. So I think that it's just gorgeous. Uh, the yeah. architecture is, it's completely different than if you go to Moundsville, which was the state pen in West Virginia. And it is like this dark black gray brick. It looks like this is the end of the line. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not getting out of this, but you weren't supposed to, it was the right. state pen. You, <laughs> you'd already done something pretty nasty to get there, mm-hmm. but the reformatory was supposed to build you up and hopefully re-release you into society. So even though it eventually decayed over time, but anyway, Yes, that, um, so that would have been high school. And then I just continued, you know, as I got older, um, going to college, anything that was weird that I could bring up in my classes, like I was um, a classics and Latin major, which you get mythology, sometimes Mm -hmm. there's really cool stuff in myth, but my favorite part was, uh, there was a class I took called epigraphy. I took it a couple of times, actually. And uh, it's the study of like, um, like carvings on stones, like tombstones or the triumphal arches or coins, because everything is abbreviated there for the sake of saving money. So you have to kind of relearn Latin to be able to recognize all of the abbreviations and where they come in line and what that all means. So there's classes dedicated just to that. Well, what also falls into that is uh, curse tablets. And so every time that I took the class in the fall, if we were around Halloween, I would suggest, can we please just have one week dedicated to curse <laughs> tablets? Just, it's like, it, it works. Um, and so those were, those were always cool to look up. Did you convince of, some of that? Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, what, how could they say no? That's, it's such a unique thing. Yeah. Um, how many people are saying, oh, let's learn about curse tablets. You know, you kind of got to go with that as a college professor. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then just getting out of school and being like, you know what, I can actually research whatever I want as an adult <laughs> um, and just kind of running with that. So that's awesome. I did, before we get too far in, I do want to touch back on Unsolved Mysteries because that was yeah. a very formative thing for me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your Yeti hand thing reminded me of something I don't think I've shared on the podcast. Um, oh, is this an exclusive? It's an exclusive. Ooh. So I lived in <laughs> Kissimmee. Florida Mm -hmm. from like 88 to 91. I was five to seven. And I remember being in my first apartment that we moved down there and I just watched Unsolved Mysteries and it was one on Bigfoot. And I had to go outside that evening and chain up my bike or take the trash out. I don't remember. I was horrified. 
that I was going to go outside in this apartment complex in the middle of Florida and be attacked by Bigfoot. So that stuck yeah. with me for 30, 34 years now. So wow. it's, yeah. So I, I appreciate you mentioning Unsolved Mysteries and the Stack Daddy, <laughs> as I think we all refer to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to, you know, seem weird. <laughs> this, no, you. it's fine. You're you're in good company here. <laughs> Do you remember the episode where it was like a haunted bunk bed? Do you remember that? Or yes. No? Am I going okay. crazy? You you're not going crazy. Yeah, you're oh, going crazy. The haunted bunk bed though. Yes. Um, I didn't I did not remember that episode, but I saw on Facebook a few months back there was a discussion. Easton Hawk shared it or shared something. Who's that guy? I don't know some really tall dude that I've seen at some he of these tall. yeah he's really tall. he's real tall he's, he's um, scribbled stuff on on pieces of paper and I put them on my walls for some reason <laughs> he it was the the what the Tallman or the Tillman house or something I think is the name um but I had looked into that after he hey. shared it because I was like haunted bunk beds that's weird um, I think that was what Wisconsin or where was I'm trying it was somewhere in the it Midwest, was somewhere in the Midwest I have no idea you don't know what I'm talking about? No. Should right. I bug, should I bug like Indiana, Indiana or, or Illinois or something, I think. Let me tell me. Look at that. I'm just throwing you guys oh, for a loop. Yes. Rick has no idea what I'm talking Tallman. about. Tallman. House episode. Tallman House. Mm-hmm. Um, that one stuck with me for some reason. Tallman Wisconsin. You're right. It was Wisconsin. Okay. Or... Oregon? Maybe because it was close to me. That's why I remembered it was Wisconsin. Yeah. You guys yeah, have, have more no than the Beast of Bray Road there. Yeah. Yeah. They've got Ed Gein yeah, and Yeah, um, lots of serial killers. That, yeah. <laughs> the most serial killers per capita or something, I think. Oh, bye. And cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And cheese. Yeah. Fewest, fewest churches, <laughs> most bars. Yeah. So that's, that's Wisconsin <laughs> for you. <laughs> uh what else what else we got rick what else should we talk oh, about i don't know uh um, i did experiences well, yeah what i, I was what gonna, gonna ask, say it's literally about experiences because you have as documented in probably a half dozen small town monsters productions your your bigfooty cabin your squatchy cabin oh yeah which, yeah it's been i think Seth uh, talked about it too right yeah when he was on yeah yeah so um that's here at the farm in minerva um so you're in a Minerva monster territory, I guess. Yeah. Um, things have actually been pretty quiet. We were really lucky when we, or that all of that happened filming wise when it did, because just in the last year, um, parts of the farm have been torn up for um, like a pipe coming through mm. and things have been pretty quiet since then. <clears throat> uh, but uh, yeah, we had all kinds of weird stuff happen. And I think like the most activity we had is documented in the first episode of the Bigfoot Project, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, and that's where Seth and I are out. You could, we could hear them running around us, and we'd turn to one way, and then you could hear them slash feel the ground move, mm. like as they're going behind us. Um, they were throwing rocks. Um, it just seemed like they were playing around, and that that was fine uh the only time that i was really unnerved was whenever i thought like i was concerned that seth was just gonna go back toward the cabin 
because something had happened and he went to turn. I'm like, you are not leaving me here, <laughs> which who knows, who knows if he would have, it's just, that was my instinct. It was like, you were not leaving me alone in these woods. Um, but uh, yeah, so that kind of stuff has happened here. Um, I've gone on several uh, paranormal investigations and had all kinds of weird stuff happen there. There's weird things that happen here in this house, um, which is an old farmhouse. Um, things like uh, mimicry almost. Yeah. So like the kids won't, the kids will, and it's been both ways that I'll hear the kids yell out or something. And um, they're not, they're either not in the house or they're asleep or whatever, yeah. but it's a perfect mimicry of them. And oh, that's for, crazy. Vice versa, like that. they've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Doppelgangers and mimics are some of the most terrifying things for yeah. me. That's just horrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. How many know. kids do you have, like, Heather? I have three. Okay. That's too many. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's easier now that they're older it's easier now that they're older when they were all little and under five three under five was really rough um i have a soon to be four and a nine and a soon to be nine-year-old and it it's it's unbearable look how drained she is just look at (laughs) that face it's you can see the soul has been just sucked out of her it has (laughs) multiple times (laughs) i I understand uh yeah mine are all older now they're like eight eight ten and twelve so we've made it past most of the the really meaty parts i guess yeah. um now it's a whole other set of things to be concerned about yeah enter into teenage years mm-hmm. well, now crossed, uh, I, I just want to say hopefully you're as lucky as i've been we have a 20 and, and 17 year old and they were the best teenagers they were oh Children are monsters. I say this as a blanket statement. Children are monsters. They held true to that <laughs> until they were probably 12 or 13 and then they got cool. So you're in that. Hopefully you're in a safe zone. Or yeah, Rick safe says zone. Mon- kids so. are monsters like every day, I think. They are. Children are monsters. Pretty much every day you say that to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so true. Have, yeah, it is. Uh, so have your kids experienced anything while in the house? Like, I mean, they full on believe. Oh, yeah. Well, they, <clears throat> they, um, so my oldest is probably the most skeptical um but what was really (laughs) what was interesting was um a couple years back we were doing like my youngest is all in she'll even come up to me and she's like can we investigate tonight um and she wants to pull out all of the (laughs) equipment and stuff um but there was one night where we had this uh this doll that I bought from eBay that was supposedly haunted and I'm like let's test it out and see if anything happens (laughs) Um, and so we were doing the, uh, the flashlight, like yes or no with the flashlight mm-hmm. return. And, uh, it was actively responding when we would ask it to. Oh, um, so I told them, go get your sister, bring her in here. She needs to see this. <laughs> and so my oldest comes in and I'm like, ask her, ask the doll to turn the light on. And she did. And the light came on. Ooh. And she was like, oh. uh, and it would respond to her. And I think that that, that was like a bonus for me. Cause I'm like, there it's proof that something's happening. You don't well, have to be so skeptical, but um, no, um, Heather, um, I'm sorry. That was an electrical uh, problem. Uh-huh. You just need to get your yeah. wire checked. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a loose battery. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they've had that. And then since moving to this house, of course they've heard 
heard me uh when i'm not here talking to them or calling to oh them. Um, nope. uh my youngest can see things she says uh i mean i can't see through her eyes so i don't know but um there'll be times where she'll just get panicked because of something that she sees in the corner of the room or whatever Ooh. um wow yeah and my um my son said that he had an experience up uh this was literally the day that seth showed up for the first filming of bigfoot project my son had been up in the woods because we live out in the middle of nowhere so yeah go run do whatever yeah um and he he had just come back to the house after being out for a little bit and he was out of breath and he said that he was up by the woods and he thought he saw something like a bigfoot type thing and so he's he said he let out a, a yell like a howl just to mess around and it yelled back Ooh. and he was like okay i'm out and he ran back to the house and when he got to the house he's out of breath he's all <laughs> um panicked and it was I, we were just finishing up talking about that when seth pulled in and i'm like seth i think tonight's gonna be a good night oh <laughs> because wow. if this is already happening um so I don't know. My son still holds to that, that he, that he saw it, but he was by himself. So it's, you know, like typical story. Mm-hmm. You don't have anybody to corroborate it really, but yeah, yeah they've had I'm experiences. So <laughs> yeah. We so haven't had any. You're, the two people you're talking to right now, zero paranormal experiences. Really? Um, I did lose mm-hmm. my hammer the other day and it, it still has not come back. Like that's the most paranormal thing. Yeah. Like I, that like, just, just stuff doesn't happen to me. It hmm. happens to my wife. Like she'll say things are happening, or a cabinet door opened, or the bed sheets moved when I wasn't there. But nothing for me, and I don't. And it, it's not that I'm not open to it, right? Yeah, it's, it's I feel like we're very happen. open-minded. It just doesn't yeah, get too bad, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what Shannon Legros says. The same thing. She's like, I'm. It's guaranteed for it not to happen. Anything <laughs> weird to happen if I'm here. It's not that she doesn't want it. Yeah, but it just doesn't work out that way. Yeah. So we got the Shannon curse. It's That's good. what we'll call it. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Shannon curse. Yeah. Just keep, yeah. Just keep, keep track of it. See if it holds true. Cause I gotta, yeah. I want to know if, if we can break that curse. So if, if Shannon can see something weird besides the round mountain lights, then maybe there's hope for us. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> oh, got a hope, man. I want to see I Bigfoot so too. <laughs> no, do you really though? I do. That's the... Oh man. That's one of those things that just hearing them around is one thing, but we didn't, I didn't, I didn't, Seth saw something here, but I didn't see it. Um, I feel like that would be something that would just in a way ruin me because it's not like, it's not like that. I I don't believe that they exist because I do, but then to see it in front of me, I think is, would really mess with me. Like, oh, okay, all right, complete confirmation that an eight foot, nine foot tall (laughs) ape is right there in my backyard. Like that, I don't know. I feel like that would ruin me, but maybe not. I I think about that. Yeah, like I, so I I drive a lot for my job and I'll go through winding hilly roads and, you know, Cliff Berrickman suggested getting a dash cam because I want to see Bigfoot. So I've had a dash cam for that reason. (laughs) And I always think, what would I do if I saw Bigfoot? No, A, no, well, Number A, uh, <laughs> no one would believe me because yeah. I wanted to see it. And I'm a right. known Bigfoot enthusiast. You know, like it's one of those <laughs> things. And I, I also think, will this change my worldview? 
because it it would open me up to something. Yeah, so I, I could see it. Yeah. Being, then you'll believe in everything yeah. now, Rick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll wear a tinfoil hat. You know mm-hmm. everything. Well, I already do that. It's already lining this, but it'll be more obvious about it. Yeah. So you see, you'll see a bear on the side of the road and be like, "That's right. it. I saw it." That's what everybody will say. Yeah. Was a bear. Oh yeah. That, that's yeah. that idiot saw a bear standing on his hind legs. Yeah. <laughs> saw a bear throwing a rock at him. Yeah. They can do that. <laughs> So Heather, what is your favorite like local lore around you? Can you tell uh, us about something? Let's see. Well, I mean, obviously we have the Minerva Monster, but mm-hmm. that's it's just been around for a while. So that one just kind of whatever. It's just doesn't weird. count. Yeah. No, not really. Not in my Still mind. Have. Um, yeah, sort of. <laughs> but there's a. Uh... <laughs> The one thing that's fresh in my mind right now because of uh, doing research on headless ghosts is the idea of the the pig lady um, is what she's called, unfortunately. Her name was uh, Barbara Davidson. Yeah. Um, and uh, she was over, it's not too far away from here, New, New Galilee, PA area. So right on the border of Ohio and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. There's a story about this woman Barbara Davidson, I think it was 1795, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, she just got out of a marriage, went uh, to live with her parents for a little while. They left to go to, I think, Pittsburgh to get some groceries or something. When they came back home, she wasn't there. Um, Some time passes and there's this horrible smell coming from the porch and they find her body decapitated um, under the porch. They were never able to solve the murder um so for years this headless female form would show up and everybody attributed it to her because there was this horrible decapitation and then you know the spirit had shown up so of course it's her so it was just it was barbara's ghost up until like the 50s the 1950s and then some kids said some teenagers claimed that they saw a female body but a pig's head and then she became known as the pig lady. Mm-hmm. Um, so she went all this time with her regular name. And now she's known as the pig lady to this day. Um, and they had a pig lady festival for her for a few years. Um, oh, wow. I don't know. It's not that far away from the the East Palestine train derailment. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doubting that we'll have that uh, anymore. Yeah. But um, yeah, they had been keeping, keeping the local legend alive. But uh, yeah, that one... That's probably one of my favorite ones in the area. Hmm. Um, that poor, poor woman. Barbara Davidson is her name, just for the record. Barbara, Barbara not pig lady. Not a pig lady. Mm. Right. Well, it's good. It's good to know because I, I genuinely had heard of the pig lady. Really? You know, yeah. So that that wasn't something I wasn't un, you know unaware of, but Barbara Davidson going forward. Yeah. Barbara Davidson. Barbara Davidson. That's right. Yeah. She deserves better than pig lady. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, if I that's- die and somebody sees me with a pig head that's fine call me the pig guy it's it's totally okay the i don't care guy. yeah it can't be the pig yeah. man let's be the pig dude pig dude pig dude is that pig i dude? like it <laughs> i like yep that's your new nickname he's a little late but thank you he's laid back pig dude <laughs> it's fun at parties all right heather rick has some uh yes or no questions for you i do uh okay. this is serious this is serious stuff and there are wrong answers um, okay. don't listen to him there are <laughs> wrong answers there are or not answers. no i'll tell you if you're him. i'll tell you if you're wrong or not uh, <laughs> okay, no, so, right. so one of the things i like to do 
I'm obviously a Bigfoot guy, but I like other cryptids and I like to get people's opinions. You can say real fake. You can say oh. yes, no. Like how do you want to <laughs> phrase it if you want to elaborate or, you know. Sure. We'll, we'll go down that, that rabbit You're going to set you. me up is gonna what's going to happen. Yeah. We're, yeah. Using, we're <laughs> going to use this against you. Okay. Seth, All right. Seth was looking at cutting the payroll and he wanted a good reason <laughs> to trim. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You're welcome, Seth. Uh, So obviously you have experience with Bigfoot, but what's, what's your take on Bigfoot? What do you think? Real? Yeah, Yeah, real, but interdimensional or, I mean, okay. So based on some people that are much smarter than I am, like Cliff, for one, who's done a ton of research, Mm I am not doubting Cliff. Cliff says they're, they're, you know, physical creatures. Um, and I'm not doubting that, but I've talked to a lot of people that some of the stuff doesn't line up for a physical, a physical creature necessarily. So for me, what makes more sense based on everything that I've heard when you throw it all together would be more like an interdimensional creature. Um, even though that sounds weird, I suppose to some people, but, um, uh, I can't, yeah yeah i just can't i can't pinpoint it as just a physical creature based on some of the stuff that people have talked about i get that i i have a hard time rationalizing the experiences versus what i want it to be so i want it to be flesh and blood but a lot of it just doesn't point toward that yeah exactly that's an acceptable answer it's not not right but it's acceptable okay all right all right i'll take that (laughs) half a point Half, Half a point. point. Everybody keep okay. a score at home. Half a point. Uh, we'll go with the other OG, Nessie. What's your take on that? I don't care about lake monsters. That's my take on I'm that. Scratch off half oh. of this. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I literally, when it comes to lake monsters, river monsters, whatever. To me, they're the the boring ones, only because. only because we can't pretend that we have fully explored everything that's aquatic Mm -hmm. to even know what would be out of the realm of possibility Mm -hmm. so okay yeah sure as far as i'm concerned nessie i guess could exist um i don't care though is the thing like i i mean if we ever had a if we ever had to do a film on it obviously i would treat it very well and people that have had their experiences, I'm not going to doubt that people have had experiences. I'm just saying yeah. that of the cryptid world, you don't care. I don't really care because there's so much that we haven't explored anyway of our waterways mm-hmm. to, to be like, oh, that that doesn't make any sense. How do you know it doesn't make any sense? Have you been into the depths of the ocean? Like, yeah. it's possible. Tell me it's not. <laughs> Sorry, was that wrong as a, well? No. I'll allow your answer, but the correct answer was Nessie is eels. <laughs> or sturgeon. It's, eels. Just, it's just eels. Eels or sturgeon or Will's catfish. That was the correct okay. answer. But no, I, I'll, okay. I'll take yours. That's fine. You got another half. Oh. All right. <laughs> One. You're racking One them up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's good. Yeah, I I I find I don't care about Nessie either. Like I, I'm more intrigued <laughs> by other stuff. But I always have yeah. to put it up there because it's, it's 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 obviously eels, but that's another thing. <laughs> so we'll skip champ because you don't care. Um, <laughs> let's go let's go uh, low close to home. What do you think about the Loveland Frogman? 
<laughs> You're gonna upset. Some I think. People. I think that the renditions of him currently are really adorable. Yeah. Um, of this little frog with a wand. Yeah. Um, I think that <clears throat> based on what we actually have in the historical record, it was two separate things. Yeah. Um, one was more like an alien type looking thing um rather than a frog creature mm-hmm. but um i don't know if that were to be anything it would have to be like an alien i guess or something because it's just so weird mm-hmm. it's just a one-off type situation it's hard to pinpoint the ones that it, two off it was a twice off i guess if you <laughs> nobody's seeing frogman right now unless they're playing pokemon right right Isn't that kind of how much. this is working yeah so um yeah is that like, a fourth of a point? No, I'll give you a full <laughs> points because you used the qualifier if. So if this were real, it's an alien. Okay. So okay. full points. All you right. got full points on okay. that. Okay. All right. Good job. <laughs> Key here. Noted. If if you have to qualify <laughs> things. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. if if this were true. If you believe yeah. any of this at all. Right. Uh, but no, yeah, that, that's solid. Uh we'll go back <laughs> to we'll go east of you. Mothman. Yeah. 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 That's that was pretty quick. Uh, yeah yep it's a it's a mothman (laughs) Um, you got got it you got it's full points okay cool so that was it done mothman yes (laughs) next (laughs) Next. yeah uh we'll stick in west virginia flatwoods yeah i think that there was something there i don't know what it was but yeah i think that those people saw something for sure okay that's i agree i agree with that you get full points for that one yeah yes yeah i don't like that climbing kind of up that ladder yeah you got like three and a half right now it's not bad <laughs> uh we'll jump over we'll use jordan's favorite beast of busco you don't care because it's in the water it's aquatic yeah i should have lumped that in right. i'm sorry you don't even have to you don't it's even fine have to say no anything. you just yeah. you just make sure you tell jordan i don't care <laughs> i'm going to he might be heartbroken. They're besties, so he's he very will. he's he's super sensitive. I don't know if you know that about him. He's really tied to yeah. the beast of Churubusco, so he'll be all right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I stopped there. I stopped there on my way from Monster Fest, and I got to see the the cute little turtle statue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, get there eventually. All right, we'll we'll do one from Laura's and others' neck of the woods that is personal to her. Uh, Thunderbirds. What's your take on Thunderbirds? You don't care because they're in the air? <laughs> sort of. I mean, yeah, there could be really big birds, I guess. What are you talking about, Thunderbirds? Like, are people talking about when they think that they're seeing, like, something from the Jurassic time period or something? Or massive birds? Because I feel like Thunderbirds get lumped. All kinds of things yeah, get they lumped. Yeah, they do. Thunderbirds. Um, I don't, I don't question that there are some massive birds. I don't know as if there's ones that are just ripping people off the ground. Um, so I would say no physical Thunderbirds, but there could be some sort of spiritual thing happening. Interdimensional. That that I can't, um, I can't explain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about like a pterosaur? Yeah. Time. Sure. Cause there could be a time slip. Yeah. Okay, cool. That was a good answer. That was the correct answer. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, you're winning. So you're what you're you're coming, you're coming around now. I just gotta stick away from the ones that everybody loves. <laughs> All right. So 
there so there were two parts to thunderbirds there's the pterodactyl pteranodon whatever and then there's the big birds there's also two parts to the chupacabra mm -hmm. how do you feel about chupacabra oh yeah that's a good facial expression for chupacabra <laughs> <laughs> exasperation okay. that looks like just tired yeah it's exasperation okay it's <laughs> exasperation because we're currently we're currently in the middle of filming things for chupacabra for the, oh. the cryptid thing and so just the just knowing how difficult it's been to try to find witnesses and then have to explain with each person that you contact okay have you seen something that looks like uh <laughs> a lizard with spikes down or a mangy dog right know, any um it just gets tiresome yeah. <laughs> after a while um but i do like that aaron deese went with the the texas terror dog right if it yep. was called mm -hmm. the texas terror dog i would probably like it more because then i could just whatever forget the texas terror dog it seems like a dog with mange but the one in puerto rico is really cool sounding yeah um so yeah Again, people are seeking stuff, but I don't know what it is. It's um, the Puerto Rican one sounds cooler to me than the dog yeah. with mange. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. That that's the the only chupacabra for me. I don't like the the that one has the, your heart. It has my heart. Yeah, that red wolf slash coyote mangy hybrid that shows up on all the shows. I hate that. Can't stand that. But yeah, because a lot of times it's a dog that's very ill and it's yeah. very sad to see. Yeah. Yeah. On to brighter topics. Uh, what about a family of people in Kentucky being attacked by floating goblins? How do you feel about Hopkinsville? Hopkinsville. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think that's a really cool story as far as that. I'm not doubting that that happened either. I think it's a cool story. It's one that I don't mind. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it. Like <laughs> lake monsters. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, okay, hate hate lake monsters, hate giant turtles, hate Hopkinsville <laughs> goblins. That's going to be not, in the in the I bio of this. Hate the Hopkinsville goblins. They're I think not. they're she doesn't mind them. She does yeah. not like them because they're in the air. No, no, because they came right up to the door. Oh, they came true. right up to the door and they said hello. Right, yeah. so <laughs> it's it's fine. <laughs> no, I think they're adorable, and I think that they're probably things like that were seen elsewhere, just under a different name. Yeah. Um, it's all the same thing, just different names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll accept that. I'll allow that. Full points. <laughs> uh, okay. One more before okay. I ask you the final. And okay, so two round. more. So two more. Well, we're going to penultimate here. So okay. next, ne that means next to last. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I don't care for this myself, but I thought about it earlier. The uh, Bishopville <laughs> Lizard Man. Mm. Yeah. yeah that that face mm -hmm. <laughs> explain the face Rick opinion. it's like just there's disappointment is what a lot I of just... it is <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of opinion when it comes to those kind of creatures okay okay just that Heather is not fun I'll put that in my notes too there you go put that Heather's in the bio, the bio <laughs> so make, that, make that your threads uh, bio line <laughs> now since it's yeah. a new thing not Heather, fun not fun yep <laughs> okay see this episode for proof right? yeah. <laughs> just, we'll just put the link to this so everybody knows to avoid it <laughs> good lord all right we'll, we'll go out one with one that is in the forefront of everybody's minds if they're following small town monsters right now um 
dangerous subject. How do you feel about dogmen and or werewolves? I think that that would be one that I would be one of the most terrifying things to see in person. Um, Yeah, I think that they're like they're they're there. I don't know physically how that works. Yeah. Um, but also a lot of people say they're like, it's more supernatural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and w- that's what it, when you look into the lore, a lot of it is tied with something that is spiritual or supernatural mm-hmm. as far as like a guardian or something like that. Um, yeah, it's one of the ones that I'm really fascinated by, but also terrified of. I would never, ever want to see one. Um, but yeah, it's, it's higher up on my list. Yeah. Um, you know, it's way above lake monsters. <laughs> so <laughs> and turtles. By way like two notches. <laughs> yeah. It's a very short so, list. It is really short. <laughs> uh but no, I, I get that. Like I I've always disliked dogmen and werewolf reports. Mm-hmm. Primarily, I think, because I am a skeptic and I was trying not to open myself up to the possibilities of something paranormal or supernatural. But now I'm I'm more in the camp. What, what's the hands? Hold up. Hand? The hands are like, okay, so you're saying, <laughs> is this why you're not having any paranormal experiences at all? You just admitted that you're not willing to open yourself up. Well, no, I said I am. Paranormal things. Up. I'm being more open. You said you didn't want to open yourself up. I, as as to the past tense. Wow, I did, I look at her getting to... at you. Okay. Come at me. Yeah. No, it's uh, that's something I've talked about. You know, I came in, I okay. came into this world as a pure skeptic dismissing everything because okay, it wasn't good. yeah like it wasn't You've come around i have I got come it. around i still don't believe he was a total jerk too i am a total jerk That's <laughs> you're, never you're better change. i'm you're better, better. <laughs> i'm trying to actively be a nicer person uh it's hard to turn that off just like it's hard to turn off the skeptic switch but now uh, the one thing that's really changed for me is listening to people's stories like yes. taking their experience mm-hmm. and internalizing that and yeah that's the only way i can think about it you can't think about it in, in a black or white real or, or fake it's it's about the experience and the experiencer and that that's really where i've landed right. and it's it's helped me a lot because i don't dismiss anything anymore well and that's great. exactly where i am with any of these which is why you wouldn't get me to say no no totally not mm-hmm. because <clears throat> we have these people that are sharing their stories mm-hmm. and uh you know, some of the people that they're still shaken by it. So something occurred when I wasn't there to see it or experience it myself, but something affected them. What that is, is not in my capacity to say, but when you have a bunch of people that have similar stories over a period of time, that makes it even harder for me to dismiss it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's, that's something that comes through too. I just got a chance to watch the dog man triangle over the weekend and I did appreciate that Shane and Aaron both were looking at it from all angles. Like they weren't just flat out dismissing stuff and they weren't just flat out believing stuff. So I definitely appreciated that. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things, you know, just the key can't, can't analyze it <laughs> right now, or I can't at least. Cause I'll go crazy. Crazier. So how many points did she rack up? I wasn't keeping I wasn't keeping score. It's like whose line is it anyway? Points don't matter. <laughs> yep. Points don't matter. You do look like Ryan Styles though, so you got that going for you, which is nice. At least it wasn't Drew Carey. Ryan Styles. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Wayne Brady. You look like Wayne Brady. Wayne. <laughs> Wayne is my favorite. Yeah, he's everybody's favorite. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. You did well. Um, you answered some of them satisfactorily. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, I'll try harder next time. You should. I'll well, now it's time wrong. for my fun rapid fire questions. There are also. Oh, I like this. this. Fun <laughs> rapid fire. Okay. This was, mine were difficult and it made you hate being here. And Laura's <laughs> are supposed to balance that. Yep. Oh, I see. <laughs> it's like a compliment sandwich. Bring you in, give you compliments, trash you, and then compliments on the other end. So okay. he's good at trashing right, people. Got it. Yeah, that's all. I, that's all I'm good at. <laughs> I've seen the meme page. I said, okay. I know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, toilet paper over or under? Um, over. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because what if there's like a spider or something underneath? when you go to pull that's that's the fear for me mm. is that you can always see the top so you know that spiders like are a huge fear of mine yeah you don't mm. want to put a spider near your butt i get it <laughs> yeah or near anything yeah. but yeah <laughs> i've unlocked uh, a new fear now thank you <laughs> <laughs> oh man um what movie do you enjoy quoting the most Probably the mo- the one that I quote the most often <clears throat> is Labyrinth. Oh, um, I have my uh, pillow here. Oh, King. he's so handsome. He's not smuggling mm-hmm. plums there, though. <laughs> nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, That's awesome. Probably Labyrinth. Um, and then next would be Lord of the Rings um, from the trilogy. Okay. And uh, the Sandlot, you're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, do that one a lot. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, <laughs> good that's, answers. That's acceptable. Yay! It's not correct. It's acceptable. <laughs> correct answer was Anchorman, but all oh. those work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Noted. I'm writing notes. I'm taking notes now. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who time was... somebody listened to me? <laughs> who was your first celebrity crush? Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, celebrity as in like professional wrestler, because that's a celebrity that's in my celebrity. opinion. Yeah. Let's see. Andre it. the Giant. Yeah. <laughs> no. Shawn Michaels, HBK. How do you not love him as, as a young woman um, with his little dance and everything? I have to look Shawn yes. Michaels up. Well, that's a. I know what did name. you just say? I know. I know the now, name. Now you're losing points, Rick. Oh, man. He's got minus those 15. No, you got to look him up in the 90s. In the 90s. <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> and then look up look up his entrance. Oh, okay. okay. We're going to so, have to how you put know. that in the show notes. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to have to put the YouTube clip of his entrance in the show notes. Tanya, take notes. We're putting Shawn Michaels' <laughs> entrance in the show notes. Yes. Do it. <laughs> Do it. We will. That's good. I'll allow it. it. What is your favorite breakfast food? I don't really like breakfast, but if I had to choose, probably sausage gravy over biscuits. Mm. Mm. Yep. Yeah. That's that's a good answer. That's a solid answer. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. What world record do you think you have a shot at beating? (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea i um 
most signed Shawn Michaels posters? <laughs> I don't have his signature. For anyone oh. listening, I don't have his signature. Let's look on eBay. Christmas is coming. <laughs> uh, you'll, be, you'll be a Crypticon. You'll get an early present. <laughs> Rick's uh, made of money, so don't be surprised if you get something. <laughs> there you go. No, it's 150 bucks. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, I would have spent like 15. Maybe he's on that's Cameo. Right. Maybe we can I'm get her sure a Cameo. I think, I think Bret Hart is, though, and that's a close uh, second right there, baby. Yeah, the Hitman. I get mm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, I have no idea world record wise what I have. I don't know. I honestly have no idea what it could be. Mm. I know no fun again. That's fair. No, <laughs> I, I think about this. And if I were put on the spot with that question, I totally bomb. Absolutely. So that's fair. Most researched on cursed tablets. Ooh, yeah, maybe I could, I could, I could cursed go objects. That. That'd be fun. I'd take that. Title. That's fun. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll call <laughs> <gas>. <laughs> okay, right on that. <laughs> do you consider a hot dog a sandwich? No. It's its own thing altogether. I, I forget who said it, but I keep using this as an analogy or just to describe it. You take anything. Mm-hmm. You literally, you could have a burrito from Taco Bell. If you shove a hot dog into it, there is a certain point where that becomes a hot dog. Like the the action of adding the hot dog to it changes yeah. its composition. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm the that. same thing. Yeah. It's like, it's not a taco. It's not a sandwich. It's not an open face sandwich. It's not anything. It's a hot dog. Correct. In any form. Yeah. That's good. Cool. Good answer. You get extra, extra points for that. <laughs> Made up for all the other ones. All right. Last, <laughs> last question. <laughs> what is your favorite cryptid? Tahoe. That's testing. hard. Koga Pogo. <laughs> How'd Cadbury you know? Source. Yeah. You love Caddy um, up there. Yeah. <laughs> that one's hard because um, I am terrified of the ones that I want to research the most. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes them my favorite or again, back to that morbid curiosity thing like I had with Unsolved Mysteries. Mm. So if we were to go by that, then Wendigo mm. and Goatman are up there yeah um those are two that i am really intrigued by i don't know if they are favorites necessarily but um it's hard for me not to love the rougarou yeah of course excuse, but... excuse you it's skinwalker colon oh yeah i know thank you <laughs> you're welcome i just Thanks. i wanted i want to know if i can get i'm gonna make some stickers so i can put skinwalker colon on all the blu-rays i've got around be like skinwalker colon the hunt for UFOs, you know, just yes. something stupid like that. I think you should okay. send pictures. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah. So that'd probably be the three top three. Okay. Awesome. That's good. Well, I think that's everything. Heather, where can people find you? So you can find me on Instagram at pagan historian is my handle on there. Um, you can email me Heather at smalltownmonsters.com or just watch social media for small town monster stuff youtube whatever you can find me through them awesome, awesome. and what is going to be the next event that you'll be at do you know uh smoky mountain bigfoot conference actually oh yeah you guys are sponsors right yeah. mm-hmm. yep and then the next event that i will be speaking at is squonkapalooza <laughs> nice we are a vendor there but i think only tanya will be there not 
Mm-hmm. Not me or Rick. So it yeah, doesn't really yeah, count. Exactly. Oh, Tanya, don't listen. <laughs> we didn't say that. No. Oh, oh. The high love. Five. The love. So, I will say, go high five Bobo for me at Smoky Mountain. Because okay. I, I haven't met Bobo yet, but just high five him. Say, look at him, make eye contact, say that's from Rick. Okay. Don't give I any think other he'll go with explanation. It. Okay. I think I he'll just, absolutely roll with it. I'm sure he would. Like, that, <laughs> like, seems, oh, yeah. that seems this nature. Yeah, yeah Rick. Mm-hmm. Rick's a good dude. You know, like, he'll <laughs> do that. Yeah. Just like that. I exactly. think so. Sounds like Otto from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, where can people find us? Oh God. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter for now. Um, the TikToks, uh, Parlor, Truth Social, probably on Threads, OnlyFans, Only Feet, Only Farmers, Insta Feet, Christian Mingle, mm-hmm. Only Fish, lots of things. We're all over the place. Just Google it. We've got a shop like big cart, big cartel. I always want to call it bit cartel, big cartel, big cartel. Yep. You can find our stuff there if you want it for some reason. Yeah. And we will be at, well, we won't be there, but Tanya will be at. No matter what Laura says, you count Tanya. And then we'll be at Van Meter in Iowa in September. So, and then we'll be, I'll be harassing everybody at CryptidCon. We don't have a booth, but I'll be harassing everybody. But we're sponsoring it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, Heather, this has been amazing. Thank you so Uh much for coming on and (laughs) laughing with us. Yeah. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thanks for taking the abuse. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for lowering your standards, like something (laughs) not so exciting on. (laughs) (laughs) No, those tend to be the best. Like you get those showy showbiz, you know, limelight people. They're really boring. And then you get the people like, oh, I just research books. And then they're, they're all right. Yeah. Just all right, though. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Recording has stopped. Thanks for listening. You can find us on all the socials. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Subscribe and review our pod wherever you listen. We have merch on Redbubble and Big Cartel. See you later, creeps.